welcome to the Kingdom Project Podcast. I'm not changing the intro, this is different for a different episode. But staying true to the uh, the promise of this podcast, we want to debunk some stuff. So let's debunk some Halloween stuff on this episode. And as always, I am your host, Marcus Hall. I know this isn't very scary music, but I did like it. I was trying to find something dark and something angry, and this one just caught my attention, so I went with it. <laughs> so how how's everybody doing? I've not been doing well at all, so... <laughs> um, there was no Sunday sermon uh, episode, in case you did not notice. Um, I've been sick. Really, 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 really sick. Okay, so... Um, oh, man. Uh, haven't been that sick in a long time. Uh, I'm talking high fever, chills, sweat. Uh, no gross stuff. Other, than, you know, no gross stuff at all. Just that. Um, <laughs> it was just like one of those. I don't know, man. I woke up um, Tuesday morning and last Tuesday morning and was just achy. I was like, man, I don't feel good, and I didn't, you know, I was like, maybe this is just going to be it, so I just went ahead and called in that day, and then that night, I had to wake my wife up, and I was like, get a blanket, (laughs) I need another blanket, and bring the thermometer, and I had like 103 temperature, and was freezing and shaking the bed, uh, because I was like, shaking so much it was awful and that fever continued um it would go down some and then go back up and I was taking I was alternating all these medicines um and it kept it would go down it would go back up it would go down it was a roller coaster high and low and then I you know I'd wake up and just be soaked in sweat and was like oh man it finally uh it finally broke and but then it would just come back and so then I went to the doctor and I was they tested me they test me for the flu and it was negative so some viral stuff and so no you know no antibiotics just keep doing what you're doing type of thing and so my body just ached really bad and then um, I had that fever and then it stayed low grade through the weekend so anyway I didn't didn't even go to church didn't preach on Sunday um, so that's why there's no sermon. So, and I was trying so Saturday morning. I was like, man, I, I usually don't wait till Saturday morning to start putting together my sermon, but I was, I was like, I got to, I got to do this. And it was taking me a really long time because my head still hurt. Um, I had some blurred vision going on too. And my, my hand was hurting cause I was after, you know, I write and uh, anyway, here I am. It's Monday. I had to go to work today. I was off the entire week, and uh, still, uh, still not a hundred percent. So, prayers would be appreciated. So, 
wanted to get this out though because um, it is almost Halloween. Most of us have probably celebrated it, depending on how your town celebrates. I know that my wife and um, our son went out Saturday um, afternoon, evening, and with the cousins and enjoyed uh, the festivities around town, the trunk or treats, and they closed down the square and all this stuff. And then they went door to door, and he had a, a great a great uh, haul of candy that we've been uh, taking from uh, <laughs> and eating ourselves. But, um, yeah, so he, you know, hey, he did it. And we we don't, uh, we don't say no to Halloween. And it's a big debate among believers. I understand that. And, uh, and here's the thing. Um, we, when you really get, you know, I don't know what it's like so much on you know the reform side or just uh evangelical side or whatever um i i i know you could t- i i even was allowed i was allowed to to trick or treat when i was a kid it was a never a no no thing so it never started to get like an like i never started to hear the no no and like people getting so like about halloween and until i was around um, charismatic people now again that's a broad term so i'm trying not to paint such a broad picture anymore when i when i mention uh a, you know a camp or a group of people not all charismatics are like that but there are some certainly that are that fall into the camp of the spiritual warfare um uh scene and and um that people who that believe in christians can have demons and that you will will unknowingly open up a door or a portal or a gate or something you know over you if you participate you know in things like that and you know it it's silly to think that you're if you just go and like you hey this is what all the witches and what all these people are doing the satan worshipers are doing on this holiday so if you go and participate then you're guilty and it just doesn't make sense to me okay so um <laughs> it, it it because it doesn't make any sense okay so all right halloween all right halloween um is actually simply a contradiction a contradiction for all hallows eve all right so the word hallow means saint in that hallow is just an uh, an alternative form of the word holy right it's like hallow be thy name all saints day is november 1st and that's the celebration of the victory of the saints in union with christ um, that started in the late 300s and then it finally was um, it, it all was united and fixed on in November 1st in the late 700s and the origin of All Saints Day and then All Saints Eve um, in Mediterranean Christianity had nothing to do with the Celtic Druidism or the church's fight against Druidism, if you've heard that fight. Um, so what what is the All Saints? All right, the Festival of All Saints uh, is supposed to remind us that though Jesus has finished 
work. He has finished his work. Um, he has left us with being learners, to be disciples, and to disciple, make disciples, right? Um, he struck the, dis- the decisive blow and which he he sort of went in and just like overwhelmed um uh sin and death and the enemy and principalities and powers and all that stuff if (laughs) i'll probably mention that in a minute but he went and did that and sort of paved the way for the church the um, the congregation the ecclesia to to spread the gospel okay so, um, Halloween is the day before the, you know, um, All Saints Day. Martin Luther, when he decided to, to, uh, introduce his, his thesis, uh, he pinned it on the door of the church on Halloween. Um, so Halloween is also known as Reformation Day or Reformers Day. And it's the celebration of Protestant Christianity of, you know, even though Martin Luther got excommunicated by the, the, the so, well, it wasn't the church. It was the Catholic church. He, you know, it was Roman Catholicism and the, all it really existed. And he found, he found grace in the Bible and was like, Hey, where's all this? <laughs> where's all this stuff? Um, he got excommunicated. And so, so begins then the protestant movement in which you and i are a part of okay um so um we have this in the church like the church calendar right the eve of the day is actually the beginning of the festive day christmas eve is most familiar to us um but there's also this um uh this uh holy saturday that precedes Easter morning. Um, so in the same way, there's All Saints Eve precedes All Saints Day. All right. So Halloween is All Saints Eve or Reformation Day. So, um, but it's like this: on October thirty first, the, the the demonic realm tries one last time to achieve victory, but it cannot because it's already been defeated. Therefore, it is banished by the joy of the kingdom. That was the whole point of of All Saints Eve and All Saints Day. Okay. Um. So what what is the means then by which the demonic realm is vanquished? Um, mockery is was one of the original things, right? Um. Satan, Satan's great sin and 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 humanities is pride, right? So to drive Satan from us, we ridicule him. So this this is why there was a custom that arose of portraying Satan in as a ridiculous, you know, red uh, red uh, being with horns and a tail. Um nobody really thinks he looks like that but it was a way to make fun of him so the idea has always been to ridicule him because he's lost the battle and with jesus and he no longer has power over the believer because we're placed in christ okay um 
so a lot of people say we should not mock or ridicule uh, the devil. So, uh, you know, I understand. I understand those concerns. Um, but um, gargoyles that were placed on churches um, back in the day, they had the same meaning. They're Christians. And they're actually, they symbolize the church, the congregation, ridiculing uh, the enemy. They stick out their tongue and make faces at those who would assault the church. Uh, they're not really, they're not demonic creatures. They're actually believers making fun of the defeated demonic army. Um, so the defeat of evil and of demonic powers is associated with Halloween originally. And that's why then Martin Luther posted his 95 challenges to uh, towards the, the wicked practices of the church to the bulletin board on the door, right, of the Wittenberg Chapel on Halloween Day. Um, he actually picked his day with care, and, uh, and, and that's why he did it. He did it on purpose, and so that's why it's Reformation Day. I know I've already said that, but just circle him back. So in the same way on, on, on Al Hallow's Eve, all right, which is um, Hallow Even or Hallow Ian, which comes out to Halloween, then the custom arose um, of mocking the demonic realm by dressing up in costumes um, because the power of Satan has been broken once and for all. Then people started to mock him by dressing up like ghosts and goblins and witches, witches and devils and whatnot. Um and this was done to actually show the supreme confidence in the utter defeat of Satan by Jesus Christ and saying that we have no fear and we don't have spirits of fear. Okay, so, um, <laughs> uh, so you know, you, you, you can check this stuff out. You can look it up. All right. Okay, so um, jack-o'-lanterns. Now, a lot of these I made post on the Kingdom Project podcast last year um, page on Facebook, and so I'm just going over some of these. All right, but but pumpkins, jack-o'-lanterns, um, the actual origin of that, some say are unknown, but hollowing out a gourd or some other vegetable by carving a face or putting a lamp inside of it is something that has occurred for a long time. Um for you know probably thousands of years in hundreds of cultures um, across the world um, but people lit their homes with candles that, but they decorated the candles and um, and the candle holders was a routine part of life that was designed to make the home pretty or interesting and so people would use uh, potatoes, turnips, beets and, and all sorts of uh, different types of food and uh, so um, th there's a bunch of things um, that they've actually used over the years uh, tangerine uh, skin <laughs> um, was something that people used to do too um, which is interesting <laughs> but they they um, um, ended up we ended up using pumpkins all right and then knowing that the leftover pumpkin could also be uh, scraped again roasted turned into pies and muffins and all that pumpkin spice stuff that 
that you uh, you hipsters love so much. <laughs> um, um, in in some cultures, um, um, what the the carving out of faces and stuff like that used to be. Sometimes it represented the face of a dead person whose soul continued to have a presence in the fruit or vegetable. But that actually has no particular relevance to Halloween customs, okay? Uh, so, um, what else is there? Bum, bum. Of course, everybody tries to say there's all these things about these, you know, in the New Age movement and things like that. Um, but usually, we have to understand that our filters we have slanted views of history um fundamentalists um they don't accept a lot of the humanist or pagan or um, pagan rewriting of western history american history science and all that type of stuff uh so um uh, they have come up with um how to, wait did i say that wrong there's fundamentalists that say there's these writings and that they're humanist or pagan rewritings of Western history. Okay, no doubt some of those things do exist, but people say that they rewrote the origins of Halloween and Christmas and then you hear it about the Christmas trees and stuff like that as well. All right, so, you know, it's like, okay, just actually do your history and stuff like that, all right? So... <laughs> Anyway, there there's some of those facts like that that I think is is good. Um, and then I just this is going to be a short episode, but I just want to let's see. I had something. Okay, I I would say then <laughs> people have concerns. All right, are they going to introduce this or that or the other to their children or into their life? First off, if you're saved, you believe in Christ. You've you've justified by faith um you're saved by faith alone grace alone the holy spirit has sealed you for the day of redemption um you're saved right you're in christ um like you're good you don't willfully sin nor do you willfully let let occult things into your home or into your life sometimes it may just happen because you're watching a movie um, or something appears on TV, that doesn't mean it just pops into your house, though. Um, it's not happening, all right? Um, now, if you willfully wear a pentagram or something like that, you know, you may be asking for trouble. You know, I'm not going to say that you're not. I'm just going to say I wouldn't be stupid enough to actually play with a Ouija board or paint a pentagram on the floor and put candles around it and stuff like that i would say don't do <laughs> those things because of what they represent and um that would not be honoring to to jesus whether or not that opens some sort of door or portal into your life you know <laughs> i sometimes i think it's over the top silly to to just imagine that but um you know um i'm <laughs> you know you, you if you're doing it just to be funny i would say stop and if you're doing it to just be in the whole mockery thing that i was talking about earlier too i would say like 
mockery isn't actually using the symbol of 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 the enemy you know um or using the tools of the enemy either it would just be like hey just you know like i what i mentioned already so don't do those things all right um here's the thing when people are like we don't celebrate it because it's a devil's holiday first off it's not a devil's holiday so do your research second of all christians believing um that that by refusing to participate in that day then they are somehow taking a stand against satan is i think is off and and second of that is that that participation in the day is an endorsement of the devil and a, an evil holiday. The truth is that it, it's not it's not any different than any other day in the world, where for it, it, it you know that every day could be the devil's day <laughs> or a sinful day, but every day could be God's day. It depends on who you're in. Who are you living for? Are you living for God or are you living for the devil? Right? So, you know, it, it's in the in the question. Some people will be like, well, are we actually participating in Sam Hayen, which is what is known in the occult for this day? Sam Hayen. Are we actually participating in that? You know, it's like. No, you're not. Because who or what makes this like, is there like an association of witches or some public awareness of the the Satanists that defines exactly what Halloween is and whether either now or historically and take note of who's participating and who isn't, right? Like, so a connection between an actual like Sam Hayen, like a cult ritualistic thing that takes place on midnight of Halloween with a, the, you know, a sacrifice of a black cat and my son, uh, dressing up like a robot and having, having fun getting candy on, you know, like is the connection of those two things is, is is dubious (laughs) i said that word it's dubious um it's silly it isn't so entirely silly to me um they have no they have no no connection at all right um it's Doubtful. Dubious is just doubtful. Highly doubtful, though. <laughs> All right. <sighs> I think it's just, uh, it's just so, so silly to me. Um, we paint and carve pumpkins. We've got skeletons around the house. We've got Mexican skeletons. One's named Grandpa because he's old and has got a cool handlebar mustache. We've got a glow-in-the-dark skeleton. His name's Fred. Um, (laughs) We watch Nightmare Before Christmas. We sing the songs. We have the soundtrack. We, um, We 
we like that stuff. Um, and my son likes it and I don't think there's anything wrong with it really. And, um, he knows, he knows the difference. Like he, like he knows what a demon is and he knows what witches are. He knows what ghosts are, but like when it comes to that, it's like, there's really no such thing as ghost son you know he's like yeah i know it's either an angel or a demon right (laughs) so you just you just gotta take those opportunities to talk about those things when you're watching movies like we've watched the movie coco it's good um (laughs) mama coco um take the time to talk about those things and be like, Hey, this is like this Spanish holiday that where they celebrate. And actually when they do that though, they're sort of, um, I don't know if they're, some would say they're worshiping the dead, but idolizing the dead. And so that's idolatry. So that's not good. So you explain those things as you, as you watch these things and your, your children are being introduced to them because it's not a matter of, if they will ever be introduced to it, it's just when. So you be the one to introduce them to, um, you know, to, to it in the way that they should be introduced and, and explain those things to them. All right. So that being said, though, there are adults that completely refuse to participate and they they would say they have they don't have fear. But the way they act and the things they say about it definitely shows a great amount of fear to me. Um, so, um, man, I, I I would suggest check um, actually checking out timchallies.com and just searching Halloween. There's like a few articles on there. There's three or four. I think they're pretty good. Um, I don't agree with all of it, but um, I would do that anyway. My last thing I'm going to say is that <coughs> I get a cough now. Sorry. <coughs> last thing I'm going to say is that there's always this talk about these like spirits and things like that. Spirits over regions and cities and towns and different nations. And uh, I don't believe that. I believe there are there's. I've explained it before. Two, we're dealing with two groups of people: descendants of Jesus and descendants of Adam. And those that are in Adam are in sin. Therefore, sin. There are pockets of sin, which may, means there's pockets of darkness. And sure, there can be demons and stuff in there that are trying to gain control and do things. What they're doing is deceiving people and all that. But if Jesus. If Jesus actually does have all power and authority, and he said, hey, all power power and authority has been given to me, therefore go, as you're going, make disciples. I gotta get a drink, excuse me. And he ascends, and he establishes his kingdom when he comes up to the Ancient of Days, and his kingdom's been established, like in Daniel 2, and it's an unseen like it's a spiritual kingdom, right? Um, the Jews were expecting, of course, a physical something to be seen here on earth, but it was spiritual. So he's established it 2,000 years ago, and then the Holy Spirit was poured out, right? And um, at Pentecost, 
in Acts 2, and it says, um, the Spirit will be pouring out on all flesh. <clears throat> well, the Holy Spirit is here to convict the world of sin and righteousness. Um, <laughs> and um, what's the other thing? I want to get this right. I, this is just like an impromptu recording. I came home and everybody's asleep. <laughs> So, I'm getting to a point, though. Okay. Here it is. The Holy Spirit will convict the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Okay. This is uh, uh, John 16, 8. There's a threefold ministry. Um, he convicts the world. He reproves it. It shows it to be wrong. Um, anyway, here here's my point. But he, um, and, and also the world and believers then are convicted of righteousness. Right? This is something the Holy Spirit do does. There's the Holy Spirit convicts them of truth. So there's judgment there. Um, that that then is the Spirit that's been poured out into this world that's the spirit that's over your city and over your region and over the nations of the world the holy spirit is the spirit that's over just like you when you see in in, in genesis he was hovering like that's what's going on now the spirit has been poured out on all flesh <laughs> doesn't mean people are saved doesn't mean they're filled with the holy spirit right means though there's conviction of, of things going on that's the spirit that has control because jesus has all power and authority and he holds the keys to life and death so there's no like yes there's demon possession right to the unbeliever i understand that but i'm trying to say you either believe that jesus has all power and authority and then the, the holy spirit was poured out uh and to be poured out um, in the world or you don't like I just don't I don't understand it so when I hear people saying we don't have you don't know how many like actual witches and uh, groups and witches and covens there are around here like and you know how many covens and altars there are at Giant City Park and Ferncliff and all that it's like so what who cares greater is he who is in me like they have no power over us like it doesn't matter let them do whatever they want to do because it's not going to like um it's not going to to uh harm us like what's it like it's just going to come back and hit them or like it's not going to do anything at all because there's no power um, or they're just demons and they're deceived. So they're just dis demons that deceive them. You know what I mean? Like they think they're doing things, but they're not accomplishing anything at all. So it's just like, who cares? Like Jesus has all power and authority and the Holy Spirit is here and he's in me. And so I'm not scared. <laughs> I say all that to say that don't be don't be ignorant but at the same time don't be so foolish that um 
that you just like lock yourself out up and out of the world right i know we're not of we're in i know we're in this world but we're not of it because we're new creations but you're supposed to go out and enjoy the creation like because all of creation speaks of god's glory and all of creation groans um for that day of redemption where the curse is taken away from it and thank god to those who are in christ that curse been taken away from us like we will face physical death but we just go on living and so i i would say there's a lot more uh out there to just myths and um people who tried to rewrite history by saying that this holiday is a you know a devil holiday or that one's a pagan holiday or don't have a christmas tree because that's pagan it's like oh my gosh some people just will drive you crazy or wear you out like man we've got several christmas trees <laughs> like it's fun stuff like that is fun and it's you can enjoy it as a believer and it doesn't mean that you're participating in uh the devil's holiday at all that does not connect you to him like at all um so have fun eat candy carve pumpkins dress up um you know um and 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 just enjoy it and and don't if you don't have kids or you got kids and you're gonna be at home don't black your house out don't like don't miss an opportunity that's the other thing i was gonna say don't miss an opportunity to reach out to your neighbors like here's one day one day out of the year where you're actually going to have your neighbors and and for lack of a better word word the world knocking at your door like to uh love on them to give them candy you know give the kids candy talk about how cool they look give something to the parents you know like i want to when Ezra gets older um you know like um I've read about people like they're like the the hot dog house <laughs> you know like have have hot cocoa or hot cider and grill out hot dogs and hand out hot dogs to the parents and things like that um whatever you know but like I want like to give something to the parents too like what do I want to give them? I'd like to give them a good tract. Um, I've not been able to find this or this uh, good tract, so I'm probably going to make my own. <laughs> that talks about reconciliation, you know. Um, but, like, don't miss an opportunity like that. You actually have people coming. And, and don't be, like, and don't, don't be don't be the 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 silly like uh calloused christian that gives them the burn in hell tract <laughs> either or just gives kids the tracks as well don't do that give tons of candy and give like a rejoicing like an actual good news gospel tract or something like that and you don't have to give tracks like take the opportunity to actually you like your neighbors are coming to your door 
the world is coming to your door. Don't sit there and not answer. They're knocking. Let them in. Yeah, well, you know, they're going to let them in. But maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Depends on the neighborhood you live in. <laughs> but um, use that opportunity to love and witness. I mean, goodness gracious. Um, always saying you want to, you know, if you're one of those people that are always like, we got to get out. The church needs to get out of its four walls. And like, well, there you go. You got an evening where you have at least two to four hours where the world is coming to your house and knocking on your door, you could use that time wisely and and, uh, and and for the benefit of the kingdom of God. All right, there's another episode. Any questions, comments, complaints, disagreements, grievances? Uh, shoot me an email at the Kingdom Project Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out Facebook and the YouTube channel. And until next time, be a mustard seed, be loving. Thanks for listening.